Welcome to Effortless Swimming, the podcast for swimmers, triathletes, and coaches. Join Australian swim coach Brenton Ford as he reveals the latest techniques and information to improve your swimming. Let's dive right in. Hi, Brenton Ford here from the Effortless Swimming podcast. This is part two of the truths about swimming. And this is a three-part series that we're doing for the podcast. The first episode was the episode previous to this. So if you haven't listened to that one yet, go back to it and listen to part one. So part two, let's kick it off. So the part two about truths about swimming is a group or a squad can fast track your success. If you're doing all of, the, all of your training by yourself, there's a good chance you're probably not pushing yourself as much as you could. There's been studies to show that if you're training with someone or a group, that you'll push yourself up to say the 16 or 18% harder than you would if you were training by yourself. So you know, not only are you probably not going as hard as you think you can if you're training by yourself, but when you do train with other people, the sessions go faster, you generally have a lot more fun, and you have a good gauge of other people's paces and, and you get pushed that little bit extra. So if you can find a friend or another athlete or a squad to join, even if it's once or twice a week, then that is going to make a huge difference to your swimming. Following on from that is a coach might be the answer that you are looking for when it comes to improving your swimming. So again, if you're going about this whole thing by yourself without getting any sort of guidance from a coach, someone who has either been where you're looking to go or has worked with swimmers who are looking to, or worked with swimmers who have been where you're looking to go, then you know, you're probably missing out on a whole wealth of experience when it comes to what to do in your workouts, how your technique should be, your mindset, how you pace things, the things that you focus on with your stroke. I mean, I know this coming from a, uh, with coming, not coming from a cycling background, I'm starting to train for Ironman now and got no idea about cycling technique. So just by having a coach explain to me what I should be focusing on, what I should be thinking about and the main sort of um, uh, numbers that I'm looking for in my training sessions, now I've just got that base to fall back on, those fundamentals of cycling to, to think about and now I'm not just going into each session clueless about what I should be doing. So just having a coach keep an eye on what you're doing and give you a couple of things to focus on can be the difference between having a good race and a bad race. So if you haven't got a coach, you know, we have athletes who come to the who join the Effortless Swimming membership who will upload a video of themselves swimming so I can give them the feedback on their technique and give them a couple of drills and exercises to follow so that they know what they need to focus on to swim faster through their technique. Then they'll also get the fitness through the workouts that we have in there and you know, mixing up the pace and, and doing some things that they may not have been doing if they'd just gone about it by themselves. Then there's also the, the open water skills part of it. There's the mindset, how you should be pacing things. So if you haven't got someone giving you that sort of advice, if you haven't got that experience as a swimmer, then it pays. Whether it's myself in the Effortless Swimming Membership or another coach who might be local to you or a friend who's been there before, get someone to give you uh, some experience and advice so that you don't train for six or 12 months not having, not knowing this stuff and then getting to the race and you know going through the mistakes that other people have made. Get that kind of stuff before you go into your, your main event. The next thing is, do you know your numbers? So you should have a pretty good idea of what's your, uh, depends on what event you're training for, but you should have a good idea of what your PBs are, 
what sort of pace you should be holding in training for uh, different efforts and different zones that you're training in. And you should also know what you're aiming for. So let's say you're, uh, you might have a, a 1K, um, 1K PB of 20 minutes. So you're holding two minutes, 100 meter pace. And over the next six months, you're looking to get that down to a 150 pace. So you, you, want, you basically want to have a good idea of what times you should be holding in training as you go through the next six months in order to achieve that. And you want to know uh, what sort of things you, know, you need to be doing in training to, to do that. So you know, are you going to have to increase uh, how many sessions you're doing? Are you going to have to change your technique? Are you going to have to become stronger or more flexible? So you, you, you want to know where you are now and what you're working towards and how you're going to go about it. And that follows into the next one, which is have you written down your goals by hand? So a lot of us, we've got these goals in our head. We've got these things that we'd like to do in our head. We've thought about them, but we've never really articulated them or we've never really written them down with a pen or pencil and paper. So it's easy to just sort of type type these things up or just, just keep them in our head. But as soon as you put them down on paper, as soon as you write them down, then it becomes a whole lot more real. It's something that happens when you write things down by hand. And I know people that will do this every single morning. They'll write down what they're, what they're aiming for. And sometimes it's a, a time that they want to do in an event. Sometimes it's a place that they want to get at a certain race or they want to qualify for nationals. But they know exactly what they're working towards. And, if, and when they do that every morning, then they're reminded why they're doing all this training. Because sometimes training can suck. Sometimes training hurts and sometimes you don't want to be there. But as soon as you remind yourself what this bigger goal is behind, behind why you're doing all this training then it, it's what really gets you there. It gets you to do the work, even if you don't want to. So write whatever your goals are, write them down by hand on a piece of paper. And it doesn't have to you know, be right in front of you every day. But as long as you're reminding yourself by doing this physically with pen and paper, it makes a huge difference to something that happens in, with your mindset and, and you know, what you're thinking about every single day. The last one, and we kind of just touched on it there, is you're not going to enjoy it all the time. So you've, you know, if, you've, if you're training on a regular basis, there's sessions that you don't want to go to. You might be fatigued. You might be sore. You might, not, you, know, you might have better things to do. You might want to go to the movies instead. You might want to hang out with friends. But if you can push past that, if you can ignore that you may not want to be doing this session, if you can just get that out of your head, just go there, make it part of your success habit and process, then that's what's going to make the difference between getting what you want to get and and not having a good race on race day. So it doesn't matter if you don't want to do the things and if you're not enjoying it, then sometimes you've just got to have to go and push out the session. You've just got to go and get there, get it done, even if it's not that much fun. So that's the reality of, of anything difficult that you're working towards is it's not going to be fun the whole time. But as soon as you can just ignore that and get it done, that's when the results will really start to come. So this has been part two of the three-part series for The Truths About Swimming. So let's just quickly recap this episode. There's a group or a squad can fast-track your success. A coach might be the answer that you're looking for when it comes to taking that next step with your swimming. Do you know your numbers? So you want to know what you 
what you should be doing in training when it comes to your, your pacing and have you written down your goals by hand so you know where you are now and where you want to go to. And last of all, training isn't going to be fun all the time. So sometimes you just have to get to the pool and get it done even if you're not feeling good. That's it for part two. We'll see you back in the next few days for part three of The Truths About Swimming. Thanks for joining us on the Effortless Swimming Podcast. To get transcriptions, bonus videos, and to be the first to hear about new episodes, go to swimmingpodcast.com.